Okay, revenge. Revenge is a good one. It's it's tricky, it's powerful. It's probably an element of revenge in every side piece relationship that kicks up, um, at least to some extent. Uh, revenge can be, the desire for revenge can be due to something that the guy's doing. It could be elements of the woman's past, like things that are just haunting her that she's never put to rest. Um, and it can also be a combination of both. So revenge is a good one. It just shows the multifactorial nature of the individual and the relationships and the things you have to go through. So one of the reasons that I'm always saying seek professional help if you need it in the disclaimer is because you, you have to sort through your own crap before you can actually be in a relationship well with somebody else and deal with any of their potential crap with them, right? So clean up your own house before you start telling me how to clean mine, that kind of thing, it applies. So I'll give you three different side piece instances. One, I was in the Air Force as a young guy. Um, two, I was grown and working. And then three, um, the third one is like a combination of the other two mixed into each other. Uh, so first one up, when I was in the Air Force, uh, young guy, um, I didn't go through the typical like first time away from home by yourself vibe because I kind of was a military brat, grew up all over the place anyway. So being in new places um, and being by myself a lot really wasn't that new to me. Uh, but there was definitely that vibe, right? People that were there just never been away from home and they're doing all this crazy stuff that they never got a chance to do or were afraid to do or whatever. Um, so I hooked up with this chick. Uh, and I knew that she had a boyfriend because she told me like it was not a big secret. And it turned out that like through friends, I knew I knew about the guy. Um, so from what I heard, he was a great guy, treated her like a queen, um, real stand up guy. So why was she what did, what did he do that would cause her? to like want to go out and get in a relationship to get revenge on him? Well, the answer is nothing. It wasn't even about him. It was about her past. Her mom never loved her, or at least she never felt loved by her mom. Her dad abandoned the family, um, was very sporadically available to her. Uh, her friends and family like always kind of put her down and talked about her looks and things like that. And all of that cast this shadow on her. So she's living in this insecure um, place and not liking it. And the need for revenge is being, she's getting revenge on the people in her past by acting the way she's acting. So this guy that she's dating knows none of this, zero. And if he does know any of it, he doesn't know that she's still actively working her way through it and is doing all of these things behind his back as a way to mm, exert her control. So in, in her instance, what she went through, the way that she's dealing with it is by going out, hooking up with me or who knows whoever else, um, keeping distance away from him because she's hurting him before he can hurt her. It's like a weird, weird dynamic. Um, and she's trapped in this pattern or I'm not gonna say trapped, but she's in this pattern, unable to get out of it because she's not trying to get out of it. She's just accepting that 
that her past is her present and her present will be your future. Um, and not really resolving any of that and pushing it back where it needs to be so that she can live in the now fully formed and happy. Right. Um, so, so that was it. Like that's the first, her vibe was me against the world and I'm going to get you. The weirdest thing about it was that she would even get into a relationship in the first place. Like if you really are trapped with all that stuff, why would you even get into a relationship knowing that you're not going to commit all of those things, knowing that you're out for revenge to hurt the person before they can hurt you. It was a weird dynamic. Um, but you know, also there's the thrill of like, you know, taking control of, of your situation. Right. And when in her case, people telling her that she growing up being told how unattractive she was, you know, that's a big ego stroke to show like, look at me, look at my value, look at my admirable traits. They're on display. I'm sexy as hell. Cause these guys, you know, I can get as many guys as I want. So there's a weird dynamic there. Um, from the standpoint of her and the guy that she was with, because he, from what I heard, never met the guy, but he was a great guy. And she's out there basically taking revenge on him before he can do anything that would require um, revenge. And it's a very one dimensional, very basic definition of um, infidelity, right? Cause she's, she's just out screwing guys just randomly. Um, but the biggest bombshell discovery that I have made personally um, is that infidelity is bigger than cheating. Um, I'll say it again. Infidelity is bigger than cheating. So everybody thinks of sex as the having sex with someone else as the big determining factor of whether you're, you know, showing fidelity or not. And it's not fidelity is, I mean, it's about adhering to promises. It's about honoring your sense of duty, like showing that you have a sense of duty and executing on that sense of duty. Um, and it's about keeping whatever the standard is. So you need to know all of those things. You need to know that there's tons of ways, so many ways to not show up for your partner. Um, so many ways to disappoint her. Uh, and all of those little disappointments, they add up. So um, you've heard that saying death of a thousand cuts. Well, this is definitely a way that you can get the death of a thousand cuts. Now, the next um, time out of the gate for me was uh, with somebody that I work with and her husband was um, he was a jerk. <laughs> he was a jerk. Uh, he definitely, you know, he had uh, lots of sex outside the marriage. Um, didn't do a great job of hiding it. And when he was caught, he didn't really acknowledge it and he would make it he'd say it was her fault because she didn't do xyz um, a little bit of the gaslighting there um a little bit of uh demeaning you know making her feel like she was inadequate um so in that in that light in that in that atmosphere she's feeling all kinds of ways if you think that she's not going to go to work and talk about that you're crazy um, so she, I mean, pretty much everybody at work knew what was going on, um, with them. And trust me, everybody at work knew about his fuckery. Um, so nothing wrong with that. I feel like that's, that's, you're blowing off steam. You're looking for help. 
all that stuff comes into play. But then there's a uh, flirting nature that occurs, right? Because you were that that flirtation um, was coming out of a place of revenge. It's like I'm going to show you. You hurt me all the fucking time. What if I hurt you just a little? Like again, you're getting that part of you know the revalidation of her value, her attractiveness, and all that stuff by me. Um, I also have this thing full confession here that this like this, uh, I guess you'd call it the damsel in distress vibe. Like I'm a sucker for a damsel in distress. So that's some shit from my past. I'm sure, um, that I still haven't worked out, but I'm working on it. Uh, and, uh, at any rate, now we're talking little flirting plus all the other information that I already know about. We connect, we make this bond, everything like we end up getting super tight, super close and it's a full-blown emotional affair uh before you know it now nothing ever happened um we of course i shouldn't say of course it just so work it just so happened to work out that nothing ever happened we never um pushed past a certain point um i think more her than me because she was trying to do the right thing. Like I initially the revenge part of it, like to show him that she still had it or whatever. That's what started with the flirtation and all that stuff. But once it got to be something that was definitely uh, strong and much more than it should have been, um, she pumped the brakes. So, so there's that. Now the third go round for me is like a combination of those two, but then also put in, um, some ego, more ego, more ego, like wanting to prove that you're the best, wanting to, uh, a sense of competition and drive to outperform others. So you add all of that together and then you get the third time. So that one started out, you know, she wanted revenge because the dude just wasn't giving her enough attention. Um, and he put her last, although he always said that he put her first. So I think the initial time uh, was just a fluke. It wasn't anything that I did. Just right place, right time. Proximity is very key in most of these things. And we had sex. It started off just sexual. And then nothing really happened, I don't think, for a good six, seven months. And then... We had sex again, and then then it started happening as a regular thing. Another, I don't know, six months from there, we were like emotionally involved as well, and then it turned into this big thing. But all of that started out of revenge. Um, I think things that challenge your security, your self-esteem, anything like that, um, your view of yourself, if you feel like you're being devalued or degraded or anything like that, all of these things can, can kind of enrage. And then you're going to do something to get revenge, right? To even the score, even if the score can't be even. So um, that's where revenge comes into place. And uh, it's definitely, again, if it's your fault, um, it's easy because you can actually engage in active listening and effective communication, find the things that you're doing wrong and do them right. The problem is that usually at this point, 
in a serious relationship, you know all of the things that you're doing that don't meet the standard, right? You, you, it's not a mystery. It's not like she's changing the rules day to day. You know where not to put your fishing gear. You know uh, that if she loaded the dishwasher, she expects you to empty the dishwasher. Like you know these things, <clears throat> but for the sake of argument, let's say you don't know, you need to find out. So again, communication is going to bail you out of this. Um, active listening, effective communication, and then taking action, right? If you just hear the facts and don't do anything with them, it's like entertainment, right? It's useless. You got to take action on, on the things that are in your control and actionable. I'm not one of these people that's like, you know, that whole saying, happy wife, happy life. I disagree with that pretty much wholeheartedly because I feel like both people, it's, it's a team. It's a team of two and then however many more you add with kids or whatever, but it's a team. And if both people on the team don't feel happy, supported, needed, valued, all of that, then everything is going to go out the window. So the revenge thing, it's, if someone's feeling disrespected, real or imagined, based on current situation or their past, if they've got something to prove, they got a chip on their shoulder, if they're mad, if they're hurt, and they could lash out and revenge could be the results. And of course, we're all on the side PCs and podcasts. So that's the specific type of revenge I'm talking about, whether it be emotional affairs, physical affairs, combination of both, which are the worst, like as far as the most dangerous ones, right? That's the worst ones because you're, you're bringing into, you bring in a lot of, a lot of emotional energy. It's a very charged state. So at any rate, I feel like I could really do some serious rambling right now. So I'm just going to make sure I put the button on it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, next episode next week is going to be stress. Um, so that'll be a, a good one too. Um, you guys have a great Friday. Have a fantastic weekend. Make next week awesome. I'll catch you back here uh, next Friday. We'll do it again. And until then, thanks for tuning in. Catch you later.